days like today, I really miss Donald Trump. I really, really do. We'll get to that, though. What's up, y'all? We're back. Another episode of Politically Incorrect. Um, I got a question for y'all. When did white people start using the term based? It really, it, it's kind of annoying. Um, I, I understand what they mean by it when they say it, but like, I just hate how our fucking slang gets taken from us. Bill Burr, he had a great point about it. Um, if you haven't seen his newest stand-up uh, on Netflix, it was very, very, very entertaining. Um, I'm not too familiar with Bill Burr, but uh, I might have to go down the rabbit hole on that because that was, that was some quality shit right there. But based, I, it just drives me fucking crazy. Because whenever I hear based, the first thing that comes to mind is Lil B. Lil B the base god. And I know, I know these white people are not talking about Lil B. Honestly, I haven't heard from Lil B in a long time. I haven't heard from Lil B since he cursed Kevin Durant and I guess lifted the curse when he went to the Warriors or I don't really remember, but like it, I don't know what's going on with Lil B. I just, I don't understand it. I don't like it. Why are white people using based? I don't like it. Like we don't use white people's terms. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm <laughs> not going to do that. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. I was I was about to get, it's about to get racist. About to get racist, guys. I was gonna use like you know like fin financial terms that you know we don't really. We're not the most financially literate in our community. Speaking of financial literacy, uh, if you haven't, go to YouTube. Stop this podcast. Stop this podcast right now. Please come back to it. But stop this podcast right now. Go to YouTube and type in Caleb Hammer. Maybe you already know about him. Maybe maybe it's just me being late to him. But this guy, he's in Austin and he does financial audits. Like people come into him with like a month of their uh, checking account and they go over he goes over a financial audit with them. And I'm not going to lie to you. That shit makes me feel so much better. So, so, so much better. People are like, I just don't understand. People will have like $2,000 coming into their account in a month, but somehow spending 4000 It blows my mind. People are having fucking car payments. They're like five, $600. It blows my mind. They'll have nine credit cards maxed out. It blows my mind. I, I just, I it's crazy, like, because we only see, in general, we only see people that are, like, killing it, doing it great. Like, you know, that's what you see on social media and all this. But, like, there's so many people out here that are, like, making, like, $12 an hour and driving 2022 cars and thinking that it's okay because they're making the payments. Like, I, guys, guys, guys. Maybe this is just a level of privilege that I have. I don't, I don't understand it. But I genuinely did not know until watching some of these videos that you could not make your car payment. I didn't know that was an option. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, you didn't, make your, you didn't pay for your car for three months. I'm just like, how, do you, how does that happen? In my mind, if you don't pay for your car every month, they come and take that shit. Like, I mean, that's just how my mind works. Obviously, that's not the case. Like, you know, I guess you have to be so many months behind and all this shit. I, I just don't understand how it happens. It makes no sense to me. Just like I said before on this podcast, people driving around with no registration. 
How do you not have registration? You see the sticker, it goes out, you go in, you get it done. It's like $75. I don't understand how people just drive with no registration. I like I know I personally know people that haven't had registration for like three, four years. I'm just like, how? How do you do this? Like it just it blows my mind seeing things that people I like I really think that I'm just out just awful. I think that like I'm just I'm just doing absolutely awful out here. And then I see videos like Caleb Hammer's financial audits. I I is 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 like there's pe like guys there was a girl and one this was one of the first videos I watched. There was a girl that financed her down payment for a car. Now, again, maybe this is, you know, a different philosophy or maybe it's a le certain level of privilege. I've owned four cars in my life. I was running through them things. This is the longest I've had a car for a while. Guys, I have never put down a down payment for a car. Never, ever, ever, ever in life have I put down a down payment for a car. The highest, the highest car note that I ever had was when I had my Cadillac. Rest in peace to the Cadillac. Um, and in all in all, it was a very, very dumb purchase. Very, very dumb purchase. I was paying like four hundred, like four twenty a month, I think. Uh, very, 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 very dumb purchase. Very dumb. Uh, but since then, like every car I've ever owned, like the highest car payment would be like three fifty, maybe, maybe. And like I'm sure there's people out here that are listening to this that got like great, better, much, much better. Um, but I mean, you know, it's also relative to what you're driving. But I just I just guys, if you ever feel like you don't have control of your financial situation or just shit's just going bad, watch these videos. They will definitely make your day. They will definitely make you feel like, you know what? I am not doing as bad as I thought. And God forbid you watch one of those videos and you're actually like, yeah, I'm actually doing much worse off. You need to make a change. You need to make a change. This is your wake-up call. You need to make a change. All right. Um, that was not planned at all, that whole thing. Uh, so I guess getting back to, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, that whole base shit really blows my mind. I want to talk about CERN. I want to talk about CERN. Uh, me and Sean uh, got that episode that should be coming out uh, soon. And uh, he's, uh, he's an engineer, much more educated in that whole space. But... CERN, in my mind, in my opinion, is the cause of all the Mandela effects. This is my low-level understanding of CERN, how, like, they have, like, the particles and all that shit, and, like, they turn it on, and it, like, fucking, in my mind, this is my understanding of it, and, like, by no means am I a, a physicist or an engineer, but it opens up little wormholes, and that's where we have, like, shifts in reality. I swear to God, this is what I believe, it is what it is, this is what I believe. And through these changes and shifts in reality, well, this is where I think all the Mandela effects come from. For example, one of the things that I mentioned when I did the episode with Sean. Y'all remember Mario Kart on Nintendo 64 back in the day? Mario Kart? You remember Rainbow Road? Do you remember being five, six, seven years old and playing the Rainbow Road and falling off the track endlessly? 
You remember the little cloud guy having to pick you up and put you back on the track and it being so fucking annoying and you're not able to make it past like you'll be in first place during the entire uh, Grand Prix or whatever. And then you get to that one level and you always, always, always lose it. I remember those days. I remember being so fucking frustrated. And I just remember being so upset and just so bothered. And I, I, I remember crying real tears, real fucking tears doing Rainbow Road. Well, guess what, guys? Apparently, the Nintendo 64 version of Rainbow Road has always had rails. It is impossible to fall off of the track in the, ni- in the Nintendo 64 Rainbow Road. Yeah, I know. Bullshit. I call bullshit. You're not going to tell me that I did not live that. that bullshit. Fucking bullshit. I'm going to bring this back to Doctor Strange. Don't worry. It's going to all come together. I hope. I remember when I saw Doctor Strange, and I believe I talked about it on the pod as well, in one of the, first, the, the new Doctor Strange, or Doctor Strange 2, in like the opening scene when um, uh, Doctor Strange and uh, the girl America or whatever, like it just opens up like they're like being chased by something in some dream world or dream realm and grabbing some book of something and all that or whatever. And then somehow uh, she gets sent into another dim- dimension and like meets up with Doctor Strange and everything. That's how the movie starts. I said before in that podcast, and I believe this, I believe this wholeheartedly. I believe that it is possible. I believe in the multiverse theory. And I believe it is possible for people to somehow tap into those other dimensions and other realms. I honestly, genuinely believe that. How it happens, I don't know. Honestly, I do think it's linked to sleep. I, I really do. I do think that it, hey, I, I, I don't care. I'm crazy. Fine. I do think, and, and there's so many variations, so, so many variations of all the universes, because you got to think about it. Literally, Everything is possible everywhere at every given moment in time. Everything. There is another version of me out there doing this exact same podcast, but instead of talking about based, I was probably talking. I, it, it, you understand. You understand. Like there, there's infinite possibilities out there. And you can tap into one realm that something's so different that it's not even that important. You don't even notice that you're in another reality. Like, oh, there was a stop sign at this neighborhood. It's not there anymore. Like, I mean, something so minute. And yeah, yeah, obviously that's possible. Just people can, you know, take things or whatever. I understand that. But I do believe that there are so many realms of reality and there's so many subtle changes that could happen without you ever noticing that I do believe that people are capable of slipping into different realms and dimensions in their sleep. The reason why I bring this up, I love Waffle House and I'm, I'm going to try to bring it all back to CERN. I love Waffle House. I vividly, vividly remember going to a Waffle House location a number of times, a number of times. Like I, I, I go to that location, I get my shit, get my all-star special and like everything, life is good. Well, I was in a dream, right? And in this dream, I was talking to Alan and I was like, hey, yo, Alan, I think I'm about to go to Waffle House. He's just like, okay, well, why are you going over here? And I was like, because I'm going to Waffle House. He's like, bro, there ain't no Waffle House over here. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? There ain't no Waffle House over here. We've been to this Waffle House plenty of times. Like, what are you talking about? So I woke up that morning craving Waffle House. 
I go to the location that I have always gone, gone to to get to this Waffle House. Come to find out, there is no Waffle House in this location. It gets, it gets crazier. I then pull out my phone and look up Waffle House and Waffle House locations in this exact area. There is zero evidence of there ever being a Waffle House at this location. I'm like, no, y'all, no, y'all are not, I'm not, you're not, y'all are fucking with me. Y'all are fucking with me. I have been to this Waffle House. I've eaten at this, I've been to this establishment. You are not going to do this to me. Bringing it all back. CERN. They fired CERN back up a couple of weeks ago. I think some shit happened. I think some shit changed. I think one of those changes is like I mentioned the Nintendo 64 thing. I heard about I heard about that a couple of days ago. And another change that I do believe Andrew Tate. I have a lot to say about Andrew Tate. I'm not going to unload on Andrew Tate at this time. I'm just going to do this. I've known of Andrew Tate for a while now. Andy actually told me about Andrew Tate like three, four years ago. And in my mind, he's always kind of just been kind of somewhat big relative or whatever. But, you know, I understand that obviously he you can become bigger and more mainstream, quote unquote. But to me, he's been pretty mainstream. Like I've been well aware of a bunch of his things, but he's been kind of quiet. Or at least I had thought he had been kind of quiet. Like I would only see him from time to time, like on Fresh and Fit, honestly. Like he's just in in Romania doing his thing. He's not really on social media too much. At least in my mind, he wasn't. But now all of a sudden, out of literally nowhere, for no reason at all, Andrew Tate is not only all over the internet, but apparently he's consistently been all over the internet for the past three, four, five months. And I'm like, no, 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 you no, he has not. I've known about him. I've been following him on social media. I do not recall seeing any of this. But I, I'll i go to YouTube, type in Andrew Tate. He'll have fucking podcasts from three, two, three months ago, four, five, six weeks ago. And I'm like, what? Where did all where did all this come from? Where did all of the when did this happen? I like I would like to think that I've been kind of on top of this whole Andrew Tate situation, but now he's so mainstream, people that I would have never thought to have listened to Andrew Tate and agree with some things that he says, which is a whole another thing that I will get into one day. These people are telling me about Andrew Tate, and I'm like, what the? How do? Where? What dimension? What wormhole did I fall into? What is going on here? And I, I just I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And uh, I do believe some shit is at play. Some things are happening. If you've noticed any changes in your reality, hit me up. I want to maybe we'll get on the pod and we can talk about it. But I just I something is going on. Somebody did this. Somebody did this. All right. Before we get to sports, um, uh, we need to talk about this Beyonce album. If you listen to the music episode, then you have a pretty good idea of where I stand with it. But if you didn't listen to it, well, then I will say it again. Um, this, this album right here, this, this was, this was not it. This was not it for, I, I, 
there uh I I I don't like the album. I don't. Now, we'll be honest. I've only listened to it one time all the way through and honestly, there is nothing for me to want to go back to. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. This in my opinion if we're just talking about her albums, maybe okay. I was gonna say it's the worst, but actually, actually, yeah, no, I think I might stand by that. Let me see. I'm looking at her albums right now. Um, maybe B Day, but nah, B Day got some shit on there too. B Day got some shit on there too. Dangerously in love. Oh. Cause I'm in love with you and you say me. I love that album. Love that album. Well, let me not say love that album, but I like that song. Actually, I like the album. They got one, two, three, four, five, six songs in there that I fuck with. But there this this album right here, this Renaissance, I, I don't know what it is that she's like. Yeah, her core is obviously gonna fuck with it, and you know, I understand that, but I noticed that a lot of the same critiques that people had for Drake's album, for whatever reason, don't apply to this one. I, and I mean, that reason to obviously because she's a black woman, they can do whatever they want. Uh, but not only is she a black woman, she's Beyonce. So, you know, they're allowed to get away with things that men aren't allowed to get away with because the transitions are, you know, pretty seamless, which was like Drake's album. But apparently for Drake's album, that was a critique. Um, It's house dance ish. Um, this is a little bit more maybe pop. Well, I won't, I won't say pop, but like I can see a lot more of this being played out, but it's also going to be played out because of who's outside and mostly it's that demographic. Um, and it's also, well, that demographic actually means uh, more than just black women. It's also for the, um, the alphabet community. Um, church girl, I, I mean... It's it's a cool song. Actually, I love the way Church Girl starts off. The way it starts off, I'm just like, okay, shit, she about to do something here. And then the chorus is drop it like a thotty. And I mean, hey, I don't, I, mean, I don't have no problem seeing bitches drop it like a thotty. But like, you would think that a song titled Church Girl, and especially with the way that it starts out, you were gonna get something possibly a bit more wholesome. At least I, that's what I thought. Um, again, I'm not mad at it, but I mean, just you know, it's just interesting. Like, you know, I don't know. Uh, this this. Uh, uh, it, there's there's nothing there's nothing here for me now i will say this i do have a theory on heated um because apparently drake is credited with uh writing heated or like one of the writers with heated and in my opinion that sounds like a song that was supposed to be or could have been on drake's album um but i guess drake decided that you know you know what beyonce you can have it or you can perform it better or it'll fit you or whatever but listen to heated with the male point of view, and obviously, you know, you might need to switch up a couple of lyrics or whatever, but I I, th I think that that song could have easily been on Honestly Nevermind, but for whatever reason, they decided to put it on Renaissance. Uh, I am curious, because apparently this, this is supposed to be a part of two or three acts, so hopefully the other acts are better. Now, Break My Soul is still like, hey, that that's elite. I love that song, but as far as this album's concerned, nah, 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 this, this is, nah. Uh, I, I would take uh, I would take Lemonade over it. I would take Beyonce over it. I would take Four over it. I would take I Am Sasha Fierce over it. Definitely taking Dangerously in Love over it. Um, yeah, and be, yeah, and in my opinion, this is this is Beyonce's worst album. This is Beyonce's worst album. Worst album. So, yeah. Oh wow, there's a bunch of remixes to break my soul already. Might have to check those out.
Uh, but yeah, uh, nobody's going to be able to be honest about this album. So, you know, I will. It's nah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't feel it. Um, please do not let Laura hear this podcast. Anyway, uh, my man, Alex Jones, my man, Alex Jones is in some trouble. He's in some trouble. Apparently he perjured himself and I don't know all the details. So I don't want to speak too much on it or I'm not going to speak too much on it. Not saying I don't want to, as if there's some type of moral reason not to do it, but Apparently, they're still having this whole trial for the whole Sandy Hook thing, and <sighs> oh. the powers that be really, really, really don't fuck with Alex Jones, and I think the more the powers that be don't fuck with you, there's probably a reason for it. You're probably like out here like uncovering truths that aren't supposed to be uncovered. Um, you can use your imagination as to what you think I'm getting at with that. But how the fuck does your lawyer give your the, the other the uh the prosecution the ammunition excuse me the ammunition to hang yourself? Like why would you nigga you are defending me? Whose side are you on? Unless this was some type of, you know, by the powers that be to get Alex Jones the fuck out of here because as far as I know as far as what I've seen uh, that nigga just perjured himself heavy and I believe perjury uh, is um, like you can go to jail for that so <sighs> they're trying to silence my man Alex Jones man they're trying to silence my man Alex Jones alright now we'll get to sports we'll get to sports real quick before we get up out of here Um, so after I recorded the pod a couple of days ago, uh, the one I did earlier this week, did I put that one out? Fuck, I don't even think I put that one out. Hold on one sec, yo. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I put that one out. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, after I did the pod uh, a couple of days ago, literally as soon as I got done recording it, the news came out that the... Um, Dolphins were going to be suspending their owner or the NFL was suspending the Dolphins owner for I forget how many games. And they also are taking a first and a third round pick from them. And I've always had an issue with the with sports leagues taking picks from teams. Now, I understand it as a punishment. Like, yeah, OK, that team loses their right to those draft picks. Fine. Cool. No problem with that. But you're actually punishing the draftee because that now that's one less person that gets to be drafted in the first round that's one le- that's two less people that get to be drafted overall in two different different drafts now uh, i'm not too familiar with how the um compensatory picks go so maybe maybe because of compensatory picks maybe the same number of people have the opportunity to get in, but there's 32 NFL teams. Next year, there's only going to be 31 guys that are first-round draft picks. There's one guy that would have been a first-round draft pick that will not be a first-round draft pick, will not have first-round draft pick money, first-round draft pick guarantees, first-round draft pick everything. That is not going to get that because the NFL is taking the pick away from the Dolphins. I don't understand that. Why are you punishing a, 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 a player for the sins of the team. A player that wasn't even a part of the league. This guy's in college right now. And now he's not going to have the opportunity to be paid and looked at in this in the way that he should. 
like though there there are differences in the contracts from first second round and so on and so forth it's like they get a certain amount of guarantees and things like that so like you're you're fucking with somebody's career in a sense so i was thinking why don't they just have a fucking auction and the team that loses the pick like they don't get to bid on it like i now i would love to see an auction for a first round pick an auction between billionaires billionaire franchises like oh yeah like hey how bad do you want this pick hey we got one million one 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 million one one two 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 three 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 like yeah i would love to see the millions of dollars that nfl teams will be willing to pay for a first round draft pick and then obviously do the same with the third and maybe they do an auction and i'm just unaware of it but if they did an auction I would think I would know about it. I think they would talk about it on ESPN like, oh, this pick went for such and such dollars and hell, I think that shit would be fucking televised. Hell, you could televise it at the draft. You could literally have an auction for the pick at the draft. That's must-see television. NFL, why am I doing y'all's job better than y'all? I'm like, this seems so simple. Why are you taking away somebody's opportunity when you could just have, you can make money off of that opportunity. Another team gets an opportunity for a draft pick and the NFL gets that money. What the NFL decides to do with that money is up to them. It's up to them. Like, I, I really want to know what's the going rate for a first round draft pick. If you, if a team's had the opportunity to buy draft picks, I would love to know what the going rate is. And I think we're being robbed of that. And I think it fucks up with guys' um, potential earnings. So... I never understood that. And not just the NFL. I think that should be done in all sports whenever they take away draft picks. Like, okay, oh, the this team was accused of, the Wizards were accused of tampering, so they don't have their draft pick. All right, cool. Well, shit. Hey, Steve Ballmer got, is the richest owner. If Steve Ballmer wants to drop $10 million for the first-round pick, let that nigga. Let that nigga. Who's it hurting? If Jerry Jones wants to drop millions of dollars for a first round draft pick let that nigga i like and if and and even the dolphins aren't really being punished because they still have a first round draft pick through all the trades that they've had in the past couple of years so yeah they're using they're losing their own personal pick now i mean i think the dolphins would be a decent team this year but let's just say they're awful let's say they suck let's say they ended up with the number one pick imagine the auction for the number one overall pick in the draft we're really being robbed of this i I don't understand what the thought process is behind it now um deshaun watson last time uh spoke with y'all we got the news of his suspension and now the nfl is deciding to appeal that decision and i just the nfl can't cannot win and it's because public perception it's funny how you know, feelings can really get in the way of what you claim to stand for. Here's what I mean by that. A bunch of people apparently are outraged over Deshaun Watson's suspension and the fact that his agent was able to, you know, do a fantastic job by making it to where the uh, he's not too financially hurt by this contract. I mean, by this uh, suspension and the NFL apparently has a problem with agents doing a great job. So they are looking for a longer suspension and they also want to find him, especially since they know now that he has two hundred thirty million dollars in guaranteed money. Well, I think that's fucked up, NFL. I think you're overreaching your bounds. You appointed Sue Robinson, a woman. Diversity. 
a woman to look into this issue. And if you're taking all this fucking uh, backlash from women for being so lenient on guys who abuse women, who better than to have a woman actually look into these allegations and look into what they think the proper discipline would be? Seems good. Seemed like a great idea. Until the results came out and the results weren't what the NFL wanted. The NFL thought that, oh, well, we got a woman in here. A woman's definitely going to be like, hey, yeah, this is this is wrong. This is evil. This is yada, yada, yada. They didn't expect for her to, you know, have some integrity and morals and actually stick to the facts and come to a pretty fair decision, which I still think was kind of excessive because in the court of law, he was found not guilty or like not even not guilty. They didn't even charge him. Like they, they didn't even find enough to indict him. He went through two grand juries. So, but again, I talked about it the other day. If you're going to say it's contract detrimental to the team, the league, I understand that. So, all right, fine. He needs to be suspended. I think four games. I think four games is what it should have been. But she, woman, federal judge, kind of has a, you know, grasp on, you know, the law and arbitration and what's fair and right and good. NFL decides, yeah, now fuck what you're talking about. Well, hold on, hold on, NFL, hold on. So now, to appease the public, you're silencing a woman? You're telling a woman that her opinion doesn't matter? You're telling her that, you're telling a woman, a very, 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 um, uh, what's the right word? A very competent woman that she don't know what she's talking about? A woman who served in the federal courts? For years, doesn't know how to come to a decision. That's what the NFL is doing. That's what the NFL is saying. I mean, sounds a little misogynistic to me. Hmm. So let me let me get this straight. Sounds a little toxically toxic masculinity to me. So let me get this straight. You get a woman to be diverse, to you know have diversity, inclusion, and you know. Um, be more empathetic to the issue and the situation the woman comes to a determination on said issue and to save face the nfl saying fuck that woman in her opinion Hmm. but people aren't mad about that the backlash isn't like people are people are actually applauding the nfl for doing this they're applauding the NFL for discrediting a woman's ruling. Hmm. Well, this is what happens when you value people's feelings. You can't win, NFL. You can't win. I, I really don't understand why they have it out like this for Deshaun Watson. I really, really don't. But, you know, the public is the public and you got to appease the public. And, you know. Appeasing the public is what killed Jesus. You know, I'm always going to say it. Always going to say it. And now, granted, you know, if you believe in, you know, salvation and Christianity and everything, then obviously it was for a good reason. But, you know, an innocent man was murdered. An innocent man was crucified because people didn't like him. And we see this happen all the time. We have learned nothing. We have learned nothing. It's actually kind of sad when you think about it 
Uh, going to go ahead and end on a somewhat uh, lighter note. Um, so the Lakers uh, documentary or whatever the fuck on Hulu is uh, supposed to be coming out soon. And um, I was excited about it. I get tricked about it all the time because, like, I see, like, the little trailer or whatever on Twitter, like, whenever I'm scrolling. And, like, I'll see Kobe in it. And, like, Kobe in that. That's how they get you. Like, Kobe's the first thing you see in the trailer. And I'm like, okay, bet. And the next thing I know, I see LeBron. I'm just like, nigga, come on now. Y'all gonna have a y'all gonna do a fucking Lakers documentary. The I believe the documentary is called Legacy, and you have LeBron James all over the trailer. Okay, all right, yeah, I won't be watching that bullshit. I will not be watching that bullshit. Yeah, I'm, f- fuck whatever they're talking about. You suck my dick, suck my dick, Hulu, suck my dick, Lakers, bullshit. This nigga really fucked over my entire franchise. But it's alright though, because without that fuck nigga, I wouldn't have Steph Curry, so. Just gotta take the good with the bad. Take the good with the bad. Can't wait for that nigga to retire though. Alright then, well, that's all I got for y'all this episode. Really appreciate y'all for listening. Go ahead and subscribe wherever you're at. And uh, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, blow this thing up.